0: be pauses. Well, according to sources, Israel would consider a pause in the destruction of Hamas if Hamas gives up hostages. We've we've known this. There'll be no pause without hostages. Now, there's the possibility of a pause for a dozen hostages. Tony Katz, ninety three WIBC, good morning. Good to be with you. A dozen? You'll get a pause for a dozen? Oh, forget the people calling for ceasefire. Bigots like Corey Bush from St. Louis. Congresswoman, forget them. They don't know what they're saying. Well wait, nope. Take that back. They totally know what they're saying. But they want the destruction of Israel. And they don't mind that Jews get killed in the streets. And they don't speak out about it. So forget them. They don't matter. Rational people matter. And Israel will decide its course. I am not a fan of the pauses. Israel will do what they do. But the idea that they would stop. When Hamas has to be destroyed. And clearly, uh, so we are clear... Hamas has to be destroyed. And if you are willing to stop, now you're going to negotiate with Hamas, that would mean that Hamas gets to stay? I don't know how that works. But I assume that Andre Carson would be fine with Hamas staying. He hasn't shown at all that he in any way favors putting an end to a terrorist organization. He has shown only um, that... He wants this destruction of Israel to stick around. That's who he is. That's who he is. You know, Mickey Mauer describes him as an enemy of Israel. I I think that's true. I think uh, better said might be uh, that um, Andre Carson is the enemy of free and thinking people. And the Republican Party in Indiana, Indiana, they won't run anybody against him. Oh, no, no, cost too much money. Oh, no, we don't have the resources for that. You won't run anybody against that guy. Oh, that doesn't mean people won't run. They'll run. But there'll be people who have absolutely no chance of winning, no substantive uh, base, no support from the party. Just as much as we discussed Rona McDaniel needing to be fired as head of the RNC, the Republican Party of Indiana has been failing for years in actually being proactive in supporting candidates. They gave up on the capital city. We already know this. And they gave up on the idea of replacing Andre Carson. Democrats don't give up, man. Democrats in Hamilton County took a shellacking in this election. You know what will happen a year two years from now? They'll be back. They don't give up. They don't quit. The Republican Party of Indiana quits. Kyle Hupfer quit the city. He did. He can argue with me all he wants. I'm right. Because I have the data. I have no idea what Anne Hathaway is going to do. Eric Holcomb? Oh, he gave up. Just reality. Just facts. Meanwhile, the United States is conducting airstrikes on weapon facilities in Syria as U.S. forces have been attacked by Iran. these um, uh, facilities, utilized by the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps, we're talking about uh, the Iranian military, and by Quds forces, 46 troops have been injured in drone attacks in the month since uh, Hamas uh, attacked Israel and murdered 1,400. But luckily, uh, we have a great bit of diplomacy going on where Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and a- Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of State, tell Iran don't. Don't. You know, like when your kid's trying to reach into a cookie jar. Don't! And the kids still reach into the cookie jar and smiling because they think it's all a game. Don't! That's, that's our foreign policy right now with Joe Biden. Now everything, everything is going swimmingly. Why do you ask? Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. debate last night and i don't want to get it twisted there were some excellent parts to the debate because no matter how you slice it lester holt Kristen welker and hugh hewitt were better debate moderators than everybody fox put up it's not even close the questions were better They were questions that Republican voters were interested in. Foreign policy conversations, uh, national security conversations. There was not enough about the border, but fentanyl came up in an aggressive way. Conversations about China. I fault those on stage for not bringing it back to Biden, not bringing it to Trump. That was on them. The questions were, for the most part, very well done. The gotchas, really, uh, there was a conversation about Social Security, and it was uh, uh, clear to me that Kristen Welker was desperate to get people to say they would increase the age for for Social Security, which, uh, how else do you even think you're going to afford these things? I mean, honestly, how else do you think you're going to, to make this system last? But the questions were good. The answers were interesting and and you know you're almost reminded of without the histrionics, there's a, there's some real policy thoughts going on here and that's that was wonderful. The abortion conversation as well, a bunch of different takes, conversations about uh, the field, conversations about winning, uh, conversations about where this conversation has taken America, a lot of it. But nobody went for a level of jugular that would get them above the fray. So, what comes of this is, well, I don't, I don't know. And perhaps this announcement of a fourth debate coming in December is recognition from, let's say, Donald Trump that it might be time to appear. Now, maybe he doesn't feel that way, and maybe his supporters don't feel that way. This was an interesting piece. This was MSNBC in Iowa. And they had a crowd of people there. They happened to be with uh, Americans for Prosperity in Iowa. I do a lot of work with AFP here. And uh, here is this guy asking uh, questions. He's from NBC, MSNBC. And uh, he asks this woman a question. I thought it was, thought it was an interesting response. Listen. You two, we talked earlier and you came in. You said you were leaning Donald Trump. What are you thinking right now? Well, probably still. However, um, as I've been telling you and other people, there's a lot that still could happen. Um, And I don't mean bad things, just things that could maybe happen that um, who knows. Um, So my allegiance is still with Donald Trump. But I really like the way that Ron DeSantis came out. I think much stronger in this debate than he did in the first one. I liked his answers that were very direct. They were very understandable. I liked that his military background came out. Um, I still um, swing back to Donald Trump, who kept peace for four years. And he was very, very strong in keeping peace. I like that. Um, I think that Ron DeSantis could actually do the same thing for us, you know, if he were elected. I thought it was interesting that here's this woman who's like, I'm still with Trump, but I don't know if that's representative of the nation, though. That's one woman in Iowa. By the way, uh, Iowa latest poll, Trump 44, DeSantis 18, has Trump plus 26, uh, which is down from uh, highs he was at in the upper 30s. But then this, this host over there at MSNBC, he asked for a show of hands. Let me get one more person here, or let me actually toss back, and I'll do one, one final show of hands. We're in Iowa. These are the voters who are going to get to have their say
1: first. Tell me, who do, do you think for the next debate should Donald Trump be on the
0: stage? Raise your hand if he, you think he should be on stage. Everybody in the room. Now, there are only maybe 30, 40 people in the room, but everybody in the room said Trump should be there. Maybe in the fourth debate, Trump is there, which changes the calculus. But I wanted to share with you what Tim Scott had to say, the senator from South Carolina. When I say to you that Tim Scott cannot win the election, I mean mean he cannot get the nomination. But this was an excellent exchange about the economy. Lester Holt asking the question, Lester Holt doing the pushback. I want you to hear it. Listen. Forgive me. If I knew what I was doing, I'd be super dangerous. Scott,
1: I'll start with you. What would you do the moment you take office to help Americans manage the cost of living? So we're talking about short term here. My mother was a single mother who raised me and my brother in a very challenging economic situation. The first thing I can tell you is that when your gas prices are 40% higher right now than they were just a little over two years ago, that's not a problem for my mama. That was a crisis. The first thing I would do as President of the United States is I would sign the XL Keystone Pipeline and start seeing resources flow. Second thing I would do is make sure that there's certainty and predictability so that those folks who have the leases in our country would have the certainty and predictability to go ahead and become energy independent. We should focus not just on being energy independent. We should focus on being energy dominant. America is the home to more energy resources than any other country on the planet. We can reduce the price of energy. We can reduce the price of food and the price of electricity if we focus on my build here here, don't borrow from China plan that is embedded the made in America strategy creates 10 million new jobs in three different areas. One is innovation, second is the high-tech manufacturing, and the third Is the energy economy. We have an opportunity as Americans to actually export the surplus energy that we create in our nation and disconnect from China and from murderous dictators and tyrants
0: around the world. Now, that's a solid answer. That's fine. And a bit of talking point. But check out the response from Lester Holt and how Tim Scott responds.
1: let me just follow up the idea of pumping gas of, of turning on pipelines that doesn't put make gas cheaper that day i'm talking about you become president what can you do specifically to help people feel better about their situation or be better with their situation well actually it does to be honest with you the way that the economy works is it works on the ability to anticipate excess supply versus the demand when that happens Confidence drives our prices down because we know there's going to be a greater surplus when you allow for those who have leases to actually start drilling to start using those leases for for more energy excavation. You put our economy in the strongest position. And as a result of that prices start going down. That is the kind of economy that as president of the United States, I would lead this nation to making sure that we first use the resources in our own country and and not going outside of our country in order to achieve our objective. You know, Proverbs twenty-two seven reminds us that the borrower is slave to the lender. We have become an indentured servant too often to countries like China. By having an energy economy, we start allowing this nation to once Senator, again return. Senator, as thank you. Let me let me the ask Hill. the same question to Governor DeSantis. Can you give us some? You ticked off a
0: number of things. That answer is unbelievable, and I didn't know that Tim Scott even had that in him. He plays on the emotional part. It was so obvious in the debate last night. If someone could have just given him a wireless mic, he wanted to walk around that stage so bad, he hates being behind the podium. He gave a policy answer in a forceful yet genteel way that was excellent. That was excellent work. And I think for for people who are are geeked out about this, they said, well, look at that. I mean, you knew he was good, but damn, that was great. I wanted to share it with you because I thought it was the strongest, best answer Tim Scott may have uh, done uh, on any uh, subject outside of talking about his his upbringing and and, uh, racial insanity in America. Just want to make sure you heard it. How bad is it? Don't sugarcoat it. Give it to me straight. Want coffee? I think I need some coffee. Time to fill up on the news. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Presented by Absolute Wealth Management, LLC. The Absolute Wealth Retirement Planning Show on WIBC Sundays at 9 a.m. Right now, the Dow is up 69. The Nasdaq up three. Those are the futures, of course. The Marvels, you know, the the new movie, Heading for one of the worst MCU box office openings ever because Marvel failed to actually make movies and they made woke nonsense. And what was the one It was one of the shows about the Marvels? Um, it, it, it was horrific. We, we watched one episode and said, we're done here. I forget the name of the show. Terrible story, terrible casting, poorly delivered, but not caring not caring is what it's about. Being uh, this progressive freak show is just where it's at. The, the review at the New York Post said, If you thought Eternals and Ant-Man and the Wasp Mania were low points for the limping Marvel Cinematic Universe, strap in for the ride to abject misery that is the Marvels. That's That sounds right. That sounds a- about right. And that fourth debate... Which is now going to take place December 6th in Alabama on News Nation. They got it. Elenia Johnson, who's the editor in chief of the Washington Free Beacon, will be one of the moderators. Elizabeth Vargas of News Nation will be one of the moderators. And the moderator, Megan Kelly. Um. Well, if that is not. A prelude to her getting a show at News Nation. I don't know what is. I don't. I don't know what is. How could How could it not be? How could it not be her going there? Although everything's possible, it's possible she's not going there. Uh, I'm sorry that uh, Leland Vitter didn't get the gig. I like Leland. I haven't. I mean, I haven't done News Nation in, in forever, but I want them to be successful. I want them to get rid of Chris Cuomo. I mean, there are things I want. Megyn Kelly. Now it gets more interesting if Trump should show up for the debate. And I'm curious if there will indeed be pressure for that to happen. Very, very curious. Now, the world is crazy, but we do not have to be. We say this often, and that's why I bring you the TK Thursday music moment. We take a moment, we take a beat, we take a breath. Now, this weekend, there's another chance to do this because Sullivan Hardware and Garden Turkey Fest, ladies and gentlemen. Matt Bear, can I get a little something? A little something for Turkey Fest? Yeah. I mean, it's happening. Saturday, 10 to 2, uh, Turkey Fest is brilliant. Uh, you you have Egg Fest, you have Turkey Fest, you have Slaw Fest, you have Taste of Taters, um they 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 they've got it all. And and soon, Pickle Academy. I have no idea if they're gonna do that or not. Um the broadcast will be live on WIBC. That is at uh, the Keystone location of Solvent Hardware and Garden. Uh, so that's another way to escape the madness. Today, today we do it by rolling down our windows. I know it's a little chilly, stepping outside, just stepping away from everything, taking a song. Now I will tell you. That I seriously considered um, going, I, I I don't do enough country. I was thinking of going old school with a little Glen Campbell, Wichita Lineman. Considered one of the great songs in, in on, on every list. But I'm like, I'm going to go a little more, a little more, um, if you will, mainstream with it. I think we need a little more of a of a bit of, of punch. We need a little more get the get the blood flowing, get the, get the juices going there, uh, Matt Bear. You know what I'm talking about. You need the 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 the, the blood to flow. It's flowing you know everywhere. I mean? You know what I mean. You gotta you gotta you gotta get it up. You gotta get moving. You gotta get happy. You gotta get you gotta get feeling good. So I, I went to 1987. I said uh, we we can we can do this. I have I have I have never done one of their songs. Until right now. It's going to be all right, guys. Axel and Slash say it'll be all right. Roll down the windows. Step out of wherever it is you're at. The world is crazy. We don't have to be. Enjoy. Sweet child. Where do we go now? Told you everything would be okay. Starbucks reopening in downtown Indianapolis. They left the circle. Claimed it couldn't be safe. Now they're going to open on South Meridian. Where Napolis used to be. Closed in August of 2021. 2,700 square feet. Can't wait to see how it goes. Tony Katz, ninety three WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Seriously, can't wait to see how it goes. What? What else did you think I was going to say? They closed the store. and said it was dangerous. Now they're opening up another store. I don't know. Meanwhile, isn't that location on the Circle supposed to be Command Coffee? I thought that. I thought that was was supposed to already be done. I don't. I don't think that deal has fallen through. I mean, for for their sake I, I I hope not. More coffee the better although I don't think I uh I don't think I'll be going to a Starbucks. You you got employees who support Hamas. Sorry, it's just you you I as, as a union and so you know I'll I'll find another place for my coffee. I'll I'll keep it local. Thank you very much. That that's that's what I will do. That is my that is my plan. What to make of a debate that doesn't have Trump, and is Trump going to get involved? We will get to that on Tony Katz today at noon. And this subpoena coming from James Comer, um, chairman of the House Oversight Committee, going to Sarah Biden, the wife of uh, James Biden, who is the brother of Joe Biden, to Hallie Biden, the widow of Bo Biden, who was the son, uh, he's the late son of the president, and was for a while in a relationship with Hunter Biden after the death of Bo Biden, but no one likes to talk about that. Elizabeth Secundi, who is, I think that's how I pronounce the last name, who is uh, uh, Haley uh, Biden's, or is it Hallie? Hallie Biden's sister, Hunter Biden's wife, Melissa, and former Hunter Biden and business associate, Tony Bobolinsky. They're all gonna get subpoenas. Can't wait to hear what they have to say. It's like seeing a Starbucks downtown. Curious to see if it works. Can't wait to see it. Also, a conversation about a shift in real estate. Meredith Whitney, who's an analyst, putting this out there. uh, Taking a look at the idea that prices are going to start going down in 2024 because the supply is going to go nutty. Baby boomers starting to downsize. And they're just going to put their houses up and that's going to cause prices to go down. I guess that kind of depends on where interest rates are, about how that works. If there are people who can afford to buy. We'll dig into this on Tony Katz today.